0: Welcome to the Two Hmong Boys Podcast, where your hosts, Chu and Meng, give our hottest takes on current events and Hmong topics. So join us each week and sit back, relax,
1: and chaifa Hey, y'all. Welcome to our third episode on Two Mom Boys.
0: We're really glad you guys uh, tune in this week. We are your hosts, Chu and Meng. And in today's show, we got a lot of good stuff for you guys. We are going to be talking about what men want. And then we're going to do some new song reviews. And then we'll wrap it up with our usual Mong Mong corner.
1: All right. Before we get into it, Meng, how's your weekend?
0: You know, the weekend overall is pretty good. I think once coronavirus started, right, like all the barbershops and stuff, everything closed down. So it has been probably uh middle of march early march when i last had a haircut so it's about about a month and a half and so my hair is getting really nasty and i got my hair cut so i feel good i mean i won't sh- share the details of how i get my hair cut i mean respecting social distancing rules but my hair was cut
1: <laughs> dude i've been fucking dying for a haircut my hair hasn't been this long since like high school like it's all the way down to my cheek i'm like fuck
0: dude <laughs> but um hey did you catch that um jordan documentary the last dance
1: yeah, I watched it on what, I think it was on Sunday. That's pretty good, but I thought
0: the first two were a lot better. Oh yeah, because the first two were on like Jordan and Pippen. And this one was on like kind of sure, uh Rodman, which has some interesting stories. And then it was a little bit on, you know, I mean it was a little bit on Jordan overcoming the playoffs. So that actually was pretty good actually. Yeah. You know, the fucking the bad boy pistons, man, they were so salty, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even I, now, I even now Isaiah's still making excuses, you know, they just can't admit that they were just poor sport and, like they had poor sportsmanship. I think the way I understand it
1: is like the third episode is on Rodman, the fourth one's on Phil. But then like uh, I seen like a Ramen documentary before. It's actually really really good, and he's really interesting. But I don't know why they didn't like touch on all that shit about him, like all his drama and stuff. They kind of like just kind of gloss over it. So I thought the uh, the third one could have been a lot better.
0: We actually ran into Dennis Rodman. We ran in Miami. For Fuck a no, people. shut up. Yeah, for Hell real, um, no, dude. Yeah, ask, ask Johnny, ask her friends and um oh so we took a road trip, me, it was me, Johnny, Cheng, and Cao. We went down to Florida and we were in Fort La- Lauderdale. We stayed in like we rented this condo on the beach and for okay. real, dude, we were going out to dinner <laughs> and this dude bumps into not me, but bumps into Johnny or something like that. And like either Johnny saw him or shook his hand or did something, and later we we're all like in the car like, dude, I think that was fucking Dennis Rodman. And it made sense because we looked him up afterwards, and he had some uh-huh. restaurant stuff that he owns in the Miami area, Florida area. So we're like, "That was fucking Dennis Rodman. We could all got it. like autographs or something like that." Dude, man, not every tall black guy is Dennis Rodman, dude. Yeah, a tall <laughs> black guy with, with, the, with the bleached blonde hair though is probably Dennis Rodman. Dude, don't be racist. With the, no, with the, nose, with the nose rings and like you know all the weird uh, jewelry stuff. So yeah, yeah. But overall, I mean, that's, that's what kept cool, me. Yeah, but that's what kept me through the weekend. Got my hair cut and watched the documentary. So let's get into this, Chu. Let's talk about what men want. Drew, I wanted to talk about this because originally we wanted to do an episode on, on love and what we men need to be doing for our wives, right? But I had a friend reach out to me on Facebook and she had asked me about, you know, since I've been married, what I think about relationships and marriage. And I asked her, that's a broad topic. Do you want to hear about what I should be doing for a woman to make a relationship work? or what a woman should be doing for me to help make a relationship work. And she said, well, a guy's going to do whatever they want for a girl anyway. So let's not talk about that. But let me hear about what you think a man should want from a woman. What hit me was like, holy cow, I never thought about that. Because we were going to do the episode where we were going to talk about what we should do for women. And I never thought about why is it that men don't talk about like, here's what our women should do for us. Because when I think about women, when women get together, they talk about, Love and relationships like that, I guarantee you, they're all focusing on what their men are not doing for them, right? That's because uh, men don't talk about their feelings, so <laughs> maybe. And so we are going to talk about getting into it and talk about our feelings then, <laughs> and share and share with our uh, women audience what men want, and hopefully, you know, kind of just express what all the other men in our audience are already thinking. So let's talk about maybe a few things of what men want from women when we're looking for you know a women a dating relationship kind of experience. So. I think the first one that comes to mind is the most obvious, looks. Well, I think it's
1: funny though. When we were talking about it, we were trying to think about like what men want from women. And when it comes down to it, it's pretty basic because we only thought about three things. So I guess guys don't really want that much from women. We're pretty like simple and basic. But the first one you are talking about is looks. Mm-hmm. So you want to start that off, me?
0: Yeah, I can start it off. You know, I think looks, looks is important. Everybody has their own scale of, you know, what they need from look standpoint. And I think a lot of women, like when they hear looks, they think men are shallow, but I think mm-hmm. men are typically the pursuers and the chasers, right? We need some sort of indicator that tells us we should pursue this into that that person. Obviously the best indicator would be personality, but sometimes like you don't get to know a person enough right away to have a gauge for the personality or not. So looks typically is the first indicator to say, great, this person meets this sort of criteria. So now let me put in some investment to try to understand what the personality is like.
1: Yeah, for sure. Looks is the most basic thing. And it's the most obvious. Because whenever a guy looks at a girl, they're like, oh, is she hot? She's hot? All right, let's do this. I'll go talk to her. It's
0: pretty, you know, straightforward, fundamental. Looks is important. And as much as women may want to say it's not important it is equally important for women that's also the indicator sure. <laughs> of like am i going to let this guy talk to me women may be more open to looking beyond looks but initially well, you don't know all that yet well i think it's a little bit different for guys
1: and girls the way i see it is for guys we're like is she hot for girls is she not ugly <laughs> <laughs> so like they're
0: they're same thing may Last-
1: maybe a little bit lower <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Same thing, glass half full, glass half empty. But I will say though, right, men might be like, well, I'm only going to talk to seven plus. Yeah. But women might be, I'll let a guy who's five plus talk to me, yeah. right? So women <laughs> will have a little bit more acceptance for a range on the look. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but bottom
1: line for looks, you know, a guy just wants a girl that looks hotter than himself. That's all he wants. Just someone that's a step uh, like one or two like uh, points ahead of him, you know. Because you know that way then he feels like he's
0: dating out of his league or he's marrying out of his league but you know what women are going to say to that women are going to say oh does he then need the validation for his ego that he can get someone hotter than him time
1: out okay so we're going to talk about women's perspective women want a guy that's not as hot as them so that she can have the power and she can hold that over
0: him and control him so it's okay so the, it works it's so a win-win <laughs> <a> <laughs> So I guess we both have said then that I think generally looks are important to men and looks are also important to us, but there's just a scale on how important and what, what your ability or to accept what looks will be.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the second thing we talked about that was important to men is Nyan what is Nyan 10 ke, Chu? Exactly, dude. That's very controversial. But this is just my perspective and what I wanted when I was younger for Nyan 10K and what my parents taught me. So in Ya 10K is this. She has to have good <laughs> Do you even know what that is, Ming? Nope. <laughs> what is that? Dude, you're so whitewashed. <laughs>
0: you're all using too right. advanced Hmong words right now.
1: That's what I was telling you about the Hmong song, man. You don't know like some of these words, dude. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much like uh your ancestry, you know? mm-hmm. Like you know, what kind of what kind of history your ancestors had. Like this is mainly, I think this is mainly like uh, emphasis uh, emphasizes on uh, leprosy because mm. that's one of the things that most people were scared of mm. back then because they didn't want like a, 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 a leprosy uh. that's uh, a genetic. But the other thing is like can also be like, do their husbands or their wives treat their uh, parents good? Or, like, do those husbands or their parents have, like, multiple wives? Like, stuff like that, you know? It's like, so, anything that has to do with their history, with their parents or their uh, their relatives.
0: So, I'll I'll translate it for the whitewash people like <laughs> us. So, basically, a good bloodline and a good family yes. line. Yes
1: for, yes, for sure. So, that's one of the things that my parents always emphasized when I was younger. And then, one of the other ones is... Back then, I thought it was easy. But, fuck, dude yeah you didn't it's know Mom got easy, girls
0: that, <laughs> you didn't know mommy got girls that well yeah huh for sure dude or it's not just mommy got
1: girls dude i think all women are like this you know i'm not hating i'm just saying like that's not realistic you know it's not just mm-hmm. it's not just like the older generation or the current generation or the thailanders or the laos girls nowadays i think it's not realistic you know overall the other thing that my parents always say is like it's like uh, do all that shit, you know? So I was like, you yeah, know, okay, yeah, that makes sense because, you know, we always be like, oh, and, shit, you know? mm-hmm. and this is like the most important thing to me when I was younger because I was a mama's and dad, uh daddy's boy young. Like, I was, I love my parents so much. So my mom always said like, mm. and I was like, oh shit, you know, that's deep. But then when I was looking, I was like, fuck, dude, this is impossible. <laughs> There's no such thing because no one can love someone else's parents more than you, they love their own parents. It's like an right. impossible task.
0: Right. <laughs> do, you, do you think that, you know, I'll, I'll share my experience and what I think about that a little bit. But do you think that, you know, was what you were taught and what you were looking for when, you know, you said you were young, you got married. You know, a lot of our, our other young, Hmong brothers, right, out there who are married young, do you think that's also you know what their expectations of a nya in a nya 10k was? Yeah, for sure, dude. Because I think this is like uh, how we are brainwashed when we were younger, you know?
1: Yeah. This mm-hmm. is what you expect from your wife, you know? Your nya, uh, their nyas, you know? This is what they expect from their nya. You know, they, this is what they want you to marry because they want the perfect nya. But in like reality, most of the times, they're not the perfect nya themselves, right. you know? so
0: But then their expectations of their nya is different from their expectations themselves. I want to build on what you said of brainwash. And first, I want to acknowledge it's a lot to ask for if a yacht and, uh, yeah. and I can understand why my women are so turned off by it, but that's another conversation for another day. Right. right. We're just talking from a guy's perspective right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, I did grow up a little bit more free, I guess I was the youngest of five siblings. Right. So I got a little bit more freedom from my parents. Uh, I did grow up a little bit more whitewashed if you want to call it that. So, so even though my parents told me this stuff, you know, I never really like owned it and would be like, well, I'm going to go find yachts MK. I was more like, it's not super important for me Ooh. that she fits all this. That's because you're probably going to do you know? Yeah, whatever. What I'm trying to get that though. Like, so even uh-huh. I resisted or thought I resisted the brainwashing, if you want to call it that, which in real terms is basically just the values that we were taught, right? Yeah. You know, so I kind of rejected a lot of that. But when I got married, like a lot of that kind of still mattered. So impacted oh, me. Oh, yeah. Right? And pies. so, right. And so, so what I want to just say for all the Hmong guys out there who like Hmong women are like, you guys should just know better. I'm like, no, it's not that easy. Because for mm-hmm. me, who grew up a little bit more whitewashed and rejected a lot of that, there was still this element of those values that stuck with me. So imagine somebody growing up, you know, who didn't have the same opportunities and didn't have the same freedoms that I did to explore beyond like oh, what they wanted to, how hard it would be for them to want and know different values in this. Yeah, but so for me, I think when I think of Yaten K though, like in terms of like what still mattered, and what's still important to me, you know, I didn't need a lot of that. Like, you know, I lived on my own, you know, so I could take care of myself, you know, financially and around the house. But what it meant to me is some of that still resonated. Like I did want someone who would love my parents as well. Maybe not more than they love their own, but mm-hmm. th- I needed their love for my parents to help me also love my parents more. So that was part of the, okay, the mong could help me do this, right? So there's some importance to having mong And the other piece was that, you know, a mong would also help me to, appreciate my culture more, right? Like, like, my, my mom identity, and it just really helped me get more in touch with my cultural side. So that's kind of what a Nya 10k kind of meant to me in terms of how I defined it.
1: Yeah, that's because like, at 20, whatever, you're still like, you still had a loss of identity, you
0: know, you still, <laughs> you still didn't get in touch with your mom side. <laughs> For good reason. Just kidding. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. So the third one, then too, that we talked about, which I think is the most important one. Yes, is I agree what men look for from women is respect. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, yeah.
1: If any Hmong women wants to please their Hmong husband, the easiest thing to do is just pretty much worship the ground that they walk on. <laughs> so <laughs> that's respect right there. You know? Yeah. And if, if all women did that, then there will
0: never be a divorce. There'll never <laughs> be any
1: drama.
0: <laughs> right. And again, this is from a male's perspective, right? There's dialogue to be had on what that means. And of course, we know there's a line to that, but I'll let you carry on, too.
1: No, no, no. no. I, think, I think I'm done. People might kill me. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead.
0: Yeah. I need no, to collect I, my thoughts. <laughs> no, but I, I do think um, this is fundamentally the most important thing a man needs. There's this book out there called Love and Respect. And ultimately, it talks about the fact that women need love and men respect. And I never thought about it that way until I, I read that. And I was just like, yeah, you're right. As a man, the way you show love to me is to show respect to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and, yes. and, and those are like synonymous. Like, like you don't have to, if you don't, or if you're not all lovey dovey and you're not hitting on my, like my love languages, you're not doing things for me. Right. But then I still feel like it's a relationship I can be in and still work on. But if, if like, you stop the day you stop respecting me is going to be a very tough day to, to try to want myself to fix something in a relationship.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, this kind of ties into love, you know, because the way I see it is for guys, our interpretation of love pretty much like is hand in hand with respect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, as long as we feel like our wives respect us and, you know, obviously have sex with us, then that's <laughs> love, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like for women, the way they see love is what you do for them. It's like a like a score, you know, like a scorecard. They tally up what you do them, and that's how they see
0: how love is, you know. But like for and men, that, it's mostly just well respect, right? And that's not to say women are okay if a man loves them but completely disrespects them, right? Like I, I want to make sure people understand that's not what we're trying to say here, yeah, right? right? Yeah, but right. If, if, for women, it's like if you if you have a baseline level of respect for them, right, then the then the love is what they truly need to feel in, in a relationship.
1: And, like, a part of, like, respect is, you know, like, with each other, uh, it's a lot easier and it's a lot better. And, you know, it'll uh, be more respectful. And that way uh, it works out better. For example, like, my wife, you know I mean? Whenever the boys want to go to strip club, right? I'd be (laughs) like, hey, uh, hey, babe, the boys and us, we're going to go to a strip club later. And then she'd be like, Oh, Shut up. I'm gonna <laughs> have your wife. <laughs> and she be like, oh, shia. <laughs> <be poor. laughs> so that's hey, how, that's why my wife and I get along, cause you know, right. So
0: And again, we're only talking from the male perspective on this episode, and we know Chu does a lot more on loving her to make sure so that he gets that level of respect when he Uh, wants to go through the trip there. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) But I think bottom line, after we talked about it, is if we're gonna be honest here, men don't know what they want until it's too late. (laughs) So for example, like they go into marriage, you know, they think they want all this shit, and then throughout their marriage, it turns out they don't want all this shit, and then they finally figure out what they do really want. You uh, know, which is the most important thing. Probably respect is probably the most important thing. You know, and then by that time, their wife already left their ass. Yeah, <laughs> so or watch huh?
0: Or they're already so deep in resentment for their wife that oh, yeah. they can't love their wife either, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think I could totally resonate with that too. <laughs> Going back to kind of what we talked about before, like you know, part of the Nyatan K piece of like sometimes. Sometimes men, we have this, like, I don't know where it comes from, but like this, like, oh, I need a woman to help make me better, right? To help fix me, change my flaws. And like you said, it fits because women also like to have a hand in helping a guy grow and things like that, (laughs) you know? And so it's toxic thinking, I think, but it fits. And so that was kind of one of the thinking in terms of, okay, I think I need all this stuff in a woman, right? But if I had known what I know now back then, I would just be like, I just need a woman who can respect and understand me. Anything else I can work through and I can deal with. Like, if they're in nyatenke, I can deal with that. If they don't love my parents fully, I can work with that, right? Like, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like,
1: well, like I said, like when I was younger, I used to think that I wanted a nyatenke. Mm-hmm. But throughout my marriage, I was like, dude, that shit's not important. Because you know? I'm marrying my wife for me. I'm not marrying my wife for my parents or for my right. relatives, you know. I don't want a wife that needs to appease them. As long as yeah. she appeases me and she makes me happy she loves me she understands me then i think we're good you know right like fuck all the outside noise you know? right so
0: for you young bucks out there do you
1: yeah for sure <laughs> but still don't marry a whole though because that's just gonna fuck up your life
0: <laughs> okay true let's wrap up this segment with a facebook post that was recently out there by will lee and it was a PSA to Pundals. And it was basically a screenshot of something. And I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. It's really simple. If you're a Pundal, then you are a loser who couldn't keep your till death do what's part promise. Pro tips how not to be a bundle. One, marry the right guy. Two, quit complaining. Or as they say, oshende. should they? Three, follow his instructions. Do as you are told, woman. <laughs> Four, cook, clean, and do laundry. Five. Stop going out with your girlfriends acting like single whores. Six, shut the fuck up and stop acting like you can boss him around. Seven, don't gain weight and continue to look pretty. At the end of the day, no one wants a used secondhand divorce, especially with kids. <laughs> Damn, bro.
1: Damn, dude. Whew. Man, I think my first thought is, man, he ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love his confidence. And he sounds like he's definitely got it all figured out. But then again, it's easy to be a keyboard tough guy. <laughs> so so this guy's stupid. Like, he sounds like he's never been married. You know, I'm pretty sure he's, like, some young and naive kid, you know. And this is, like, a weak troll job, in no, my opinion.
0: No, you want to know what it sounds like? It sounds like this guy has been hurt by somebody. <laughs> That's true. Uh, probably, awesome. a bando, probably a pundal. Probably a pundal or something like that. Or by hurt by his wife, who's going to become a pundal or something uh, like that. Or, and he, he's probably the dude who fucked it up. I mean, you're right. Marry the right guy. She sure probably not have married you, bro. <laughs> Damn. Yes. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Nobody wants a se- uh, second-hand divorcee. Shit, I I like divorcees, man. Especially with kids. No, I want one with kids. Yes. I mean, but you, want my, you want my honest take? Like, a divorcee with kids? Where I am right now is infinitely many more times going to be a better match because they're going to better understand where I'm coming from in my situation than someone who's not.
1: Oh, that's true. Because, like, I feel like Probably like divorced women or men, they have a better understanding of what they actually want. Yeah, kind of like so, kind of
0: what we just talked about. Yeah, you don't actually know what you want until you're towards until the end of a relationship. Yeah, until it's too late. You know? mm-hmm. But it's okay.
1: You know? But Dan, do don't gain weight and continue to look pretty. Dan, do this guy. He must be a boss too. <laughs> no,
0: if, if he, like you said, keyboard warrior. But if you could actually say that to a woman straight up, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, overall. Especially- Especially if he doesn't get slapped, he
1: is definitely a boss (laughs) when he says that. Overall, I think this is a weak troll job. And if anyone gets mad at at it, you know, that's sad because this weak ass troll job actually triggered you.
0: So, (laughs) damn, just do better. (laughs) For our next segment, we're going to do a little bit of new song reviews. Um, There's going to be three songs that we review. First one is Narachi by Surprise. The second song will be Stunna by Kalea Universe. And then our third song will be by David yang so Chu and I listened to these songs before we did the episode uh, and Chu why don't you start off with your take on surprises Nabachi
1: uh-huh i don't really know surprise that well this is the first song i've heard of his but the song i thought it was really catchy it had a nice beat uh, i really like the hook uh i like that uh it's kind of like a nice like long tribute you know with the line uh, like that's really cool you know
0: have you ever used that as a pickup line
1: Nah, no, dude, I ain't, damn, dude, I ain't that fobby.
0: <laughs> I'm fobby, but I ain't that I fobby, dude. I know. Well, like, I, I'm always curious. Like, does that stuff actually work? You know,
1: if you have the confidence, you can pull off any line. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. All right. So, I uh, I'll, to,
0: I'll to test. I'll have to test and experiment that line, then. That's <laughs> stupid.
1: But yeah, I really like uh surprises. Rap, you know, his flow because I thought it was really good. You know, it's really hard to have a good flow while you're rapping along, But I thought he did a really
0: good job with that.
1: So yeah, overall, I think it's really simple and a fun song, you know? So I liked it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was a fun beat, and the line is really catchy. I think my favorite
1: line was like, so, heng, be, I was like, damn, dude, that's easy to the thick girl, so.
0: <laughs> okay, dude, yeah, I'm like, you're going to have to explain that one to me. My Hmong's not as good as yours.
1: Shut the fuck up. You serious? I'm serious? Well, he pretty much starts out talking about like having two two plates of food and if she will eat with him that has a lot of meat, just like her. Like he likes a thick girl because she's thick. That's pretty much mm-hmm. it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but overall like, I, I agree with a lot where you said like I like a lot of surprises music. Um like his song before this one, Chingdoto. I think a lot of his songs just kinda like bring you back like the dude I'm sure the dude is younger than us. I don't actually know his age. But like his type of music kind of brings me back to thinking about the good old days.
1: Well, I don't know any of his other songs, but like I was saying earlier, you know, I feel like he's paying tribute to like our generation or like the older generation, which I,
0: right. that's why I really like the song. Which is even better because I'm sure the guy's younger than us. I mean, we're 34. I don't think are sure. old. So for sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> so next
1: one is a uh, clear universe, thunder.
0: What did you think, man? I was not a fan of this song, to be honest. You know, I think she's been recognized in the Twin Cities, you know, up and rising R&B artists and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I give her a lot of kudos uh, and respect for that. But I personally, as a fan, I more enjoy her monk stuff than I do her her Mika R&B stuff. But if I take that bias aside, I mean, yeah, I mean, this had a good kind of R&B beat to it. You know, she's got a great voice for this type of stuff. It's just not my cup of tea. And you don't get (laughs) it that's my that a that's a pun. Song? yes so that is a pun thank you you got it great Dude, you. yeah you got it come <laughs> <eat>. <laughs> yes for people who don't know go listen to her other song, Cup of tea. but i just prefer her among songs
1: the song itself it was all right it's not her best stuff but i uh the music video is nice i always like like i said i'm a
0: visual learner <laughs> so you just like looking at her come on be honest who doesn't Um uh,
1: maybe so <laughs> but like the video, the music video was weird. She was all like in this dark-looking place with like smoke and all of a sudden she's like outdoors and like like winter outdoors. I'm like, wait, dark and then super bright. I'm like, dude, this doesn't match. You know, it doesn't go with the feel of the, the
0: music. So that's why I was kind of like, uh, I think it's all right, I guess. Again, I'm biased. I like Hmong songs. So I think about two months ago she released a song Phanong, Oh yeah, yeah. I think I heard it first at one of the fashion shows up here in Minnesota. And that's I thought that song was fire. Good, good beat, you know.
1: And whenever you can like throw in some Mong like lyrics in there, I always love that.
0: Yeah. But so overall, not my cup of tea. But as a R&B standalone song, it was okay. Yeah,
1: that's all right. But I th- I think she does have a new one coming out on Monday. Oh really? So, so we'll see if that one's any better.
0: So third one, David Yang, Du. <laughs>
1: Thao luon
0: tu tu what did you think?
1: When I first heard the intro, it had like an old school feel, kind of like old mom music, you know, not like our generation, but like our parents' generation, where it has that kind of Chinese feel, which I kind of
0: like. I was looking it up. Maybe it has Chinese feel because it actually has, Um, I think he was trying to go to the beat of Thai Isan, which is a part of Thailand. So it's not like a not oh. traditional beat, right? So it's it's yeah, a yeah. Thai beat.
1: Dude, you know that better than me. <laughs> but like, damn, dude, it's a sad ass song. <laughs> It is. Did you actually uh, catch all the lyrics, though?
0: Oh, my God, dude. The lyrics were so fire, though. I mean, it is such a sad sound, but it's like, I can't remember quite the lyrics. It was like, when he says, Oh, damn! I was thinking,
1: like, the whole time. I was like, damn, David, who hurt you?
0: (laughs) Maybe he just has a really good songwriter. I don't know. I wish there was a music video, though, so...
1: It's all right. It's a good song. I liked it. Yeah,
0: I really liked it. I did like kind of what you mentioned before. I did like it going back to the old school beats because I was just like, oh man, this is perfect. Old school beats with a new school, like singer, new school voice, right? And so I really thought the two went together really well. And I actually really prefer David's voice when he's actually singing songs versus rapping songs. Like really? It, I think the opposite, dude. Like his rap is okay, but like if I'm going to listen to rap, I'm not going to listen to David Yang, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to listen to David Yang to, to hear these type of sappy Hmong love songs. Uh,
1: Plus, I actually yeah. enjoy his rap more than his Hmong songs, because sometimes I feel like it sounds like kind of weird. Well, I'm no expert, but sometimes like almost sound like Chichomeng, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I don't know. It's all right.
0: Yeah, but still got respect that he probably knows more Mong than we do, anyways.
1: Anyone who lives in the cities fucking knows more Mong than we do, dude.
0: But well, he didn't grow up in the cities. He grew up in Madison. He did. Dude, David is a Madison guy. He he put Madison on the map. He just moved up here. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a Madison dude. But yeah, besides, besides that, um, overall though, good song, right? Yeah, I can agree.
1: For our last segment, we're gonna do "Mong um, Lu Mong." So let's get serious, dude. All right. So our first one is anonymous. I have a friend I've known for many years. He has been my best friend my keeper of secrets, and my shoulder to cry on. He has always been the one person to always see the good in me, and I would always want to be there for him as he is for me. But I'm starting to talk to someone, and though I like this someone very much, I know that being with him would mean not being there for my friend because this new guy says absolutely no guy friends. Do I restrict a loving friendship for a possibility at love? Or do I not even pursue the relationship because I want to keep my friendship with my best friend? Indecisive. So what do
0: you think, Ming? I mean, should I give my real answer? (laughs) My real answer is like, if your guy you want to be with, this is like a deal breaker for him. And he's completely like absolutely no guy friends. Uh Then I'd probably say, yeah, fuck him. Um, not just because you want to have your friendship with your friend. Because this is a first sign of him trying to control you and what you can or can't do. I will tell you what will come next. It will be no hanging out with your girlfriend, right? No something, no something, because this guy wants all your attention. He wants he wants you and just you. So very simply put, this does not seem like a guy that will be good for you. No way, dude. I don't yeah. think that
1: way at all. You're trying to say that you're going to give up a chance at true love for a friend. Like, that seems dumb to me. Not like, for a friend.
0: There's there's, there's going to be more things that come with it. Uh, the friend no, is the dude, first dude, one. This is true
1: love. You know? This is if the you first casual love, to you. Like, nothing else matters. Fuck the friends. Fuck the family. You know, this is true love. <laughs> uh, but I agree with the guy, though. Like, dude, guys and girls can't be friends. <laughs> it's not possible. Because, you know, fundamentally, humans are made to catch feelings for the opposite sex or like, you know, whatever they're into. So it's not genetically possible for them to be friends with guys and girls because that's not how that's not how God made us, dude.
0: Here here's one of my takes is that okay your guys your guy's insecure, okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna play you how I would handle the situation over you. Okay? If you really like this guy and you really want to be with him and you also like your friend, find a way to get them together. Like don't be like, hey let's go on a triple date and kill this, but like, hey Let's go hang out. I mean, once coronavirus is down, like be responsible, hashtag, hang out in a way where you can bring your guy friend around him so he can feel not threatened by your guy friend. And then he might start warming up to you pushing boundaries on, okay, well, maybe this guy's not so bad. And maybe I don't have to be threatened by this guy.
1: Dude, no way, dude. I know my men. So it's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> I, I will give you a piece of that because from the woman's perspective, you might think that he is only a friend because that's what you believe the relationship is. But this guy might be wanting to get with you and he just stuck in the friend zone, right? And he and for then real, when he's stuck in the friend zone, he gets to perks of what? You cry on his shoulder when when for you're real, sad man. and he's digging that, right? He's loving that. He's waiting for his moment to slide in. You know, he might get to be like the, the guy who you're all like comfortable, like giving you a massage and stuff like that, you know? So That's what I I I'm get... fucking saying, dude.
1: <laughs> Cause like, okay, so you know, he's the shoulder that she cries on. He'll like she'll keep going to him. And one day she'd be like, Oh, I don't know what happened. I just fell for him. Uh no girl. No. He's been okay. playing you. He wants you to go to him, you know? Because eventually you're gonna catch feelings. Cause that's just how stupid people are, dude.
0: There there's also a silver lining as well though. Like if they are truly mm-hmm. good friends. And if no, you're that's the dude, not possible. Look, <laughs> for, not one bad, second, dude. for one that's second. For one second. If they're truly good friends, though, if I'm the other dude, uh-huh. How you could get your way with her. Is to befriend her friend. So if you can get the trust of her friend, the guy, you could probably get her trust as well. Then and then if like you're all like buddy buddy, right? And the guy, the friend likes you and stuff like that, then I think she's gonna be more trusting of you too.
1: No way, dude. That's not gonna happen. The only way that will ever happen, we're talking about Hmong people, right? You're too fucking old school. No, no, no. That's the only way that ever's that will ever happen. If the other dude, the friend, is gay, you know, and then the guy won't feel insecure anymore.
0: That's I've the only way it will ever happen. Because this is man, how it works. Y'all mom and insecure as fuck. No, Next.
1: no, 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 dude. Next. I'm talking about human nature, dude. Next. <laughs> Fine. Anonymous says, Lately, I've been noticing that my wife has been really cranky and snaps at me for everything. She says I'm not doing my part as a husband, and I'm a failure. Please know I am working through this crisis. I pay all the bills. I cook and prepare our meals. I take care of the kids as soon as I'm home. I do laundry. I do yard work. I am paying child support of her other kids since she had another man. Oh, shit. I buy her everything she needs. Heck, I even pick up her kids from their father's place when it's her turn to have them. What does she do? Nothing, except stay home and watch TV. She does her makeup and take photos of herself to post online. She chats with her online friends. She doesn't even do housework. She doesn't cook or clean. She doesn't take care of the kids. She told me if I get COVID-19, she is kicking me out of the house. And she has the audacity to tell me I am a failure. I cannot put up the crap she puts me through. I don't argue because I don't want to do the work. Nothing will get done. Honestly, I am exhausted because I feel alone in this marriage.
0: All right. So you know how sometimes when we read these, we're like, this guy's a boss. (laughs) this girl is a fucking boss (laughs) because she's got this guy so wrapped up around her fingers um, Uh that he's just a little bitch. No, but, but in all honesty, you know, we were just talking about respect earlier in the show, right? And how you need a woman's respect. So obviously she doesn't respect you, but you've got to command a woman's respect. And if you're going to be a little bitch about it, you're not going to command a woman's respect because you sound like a guy who is so desperate for a woman right now that you're willing to do everything for a woman. Fucking, grovel at her feet for whatever she gives you. I would walk all over you too, bro, if I was her. (laughs) Paul,
1: I'm just going to be honest, man. This is what all the OGs tell everyone, you know. Hashtag, Oshende. (laughs)
0: This guy's talking about his wife? Man, I know. Man, this guy, he's such a little
1: bitch, dude. You know, first, you do women's work. And now, you're acting like a fucking woman who goes on fucking internet and bitches about his spouse or their spouse. And now you want, like, fucking support from social media. Come on, man. You know, like, you know what us real men do? We take our problems, we put them into a little box, and we put it in the back of our mind. You know, we continue with our daily life, act like everything's
0: fine. That's how you be a real man. Alright. But how you be a real man or me is just, like, stand the fuck up for yourself. Like, if you are so afraid of losing this bitch that you're willing to do all that, then stop fucking bitching. But if you are not okay with this shit you're doing and you're willing to sacrifice your relationship for it, then do it and stop bitching either. Ah, oh, I hate it when guys bitch.
1: Yeah, dude. Because real men don't bitch, dude. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our third podcast. So you guys can check us out on Facebook at 2 Mom Boys, or shoot us a DM if there's any topics that you want to hear us talk about. Or want to send us
0: questions for our Mongu Mong segment. Also subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. And don't forget to hit that five stars. Tune in next week, y'all. All right, peace out, guys. <laughs>